Hey, hey, what is up, Spiritual Hooligan? We're starting a new thing today, a new sequence on recontextualization. And I'm just wondering, do you know what the difference is between goal setting and setting intentions? Is there a difference? If you set intentions, will it produce one result? If you set goals, will it produce another result? What is the best way to let this creative force come through you so that you can live your full potential, create what you are creating, live the life that you want to live. Remember, this is about enlightened prosperity, people. Enlightened, you know that all is well. Prosperity, you're living well. Doesn't mean you're rich and famous and, and killing it and smashing it, okay? Because living well doesn't have anything to do with that. In fact, what you're going to find is usually the more successful you are, the more complex your life is, the harder it is to live well, just so you know. Doesn't mean I don't want you to be successful, but it's some kind of balance. We're going to talk about it today. I'm rambling a little bit. I want to get into it. I got a ton of notes for you. My name is Matthew Ferry, and I am bringing you your daily enlightenment. It's your moment to pause to slow down and to get connected to enlightened perspectives. I want to help you to quiet your mind and restore your peace. Here's what you need to know. There are four components to the rapid enlightenment process. You've got the first part, which is recognizing you have this machine going. I call the machine the drunk monkey. It has functions. Those functions are called unconscious reflexes. It's literally like you hit the drunk monkey with a hammer, boink, and the knee flicks. They're unconscious reflexes. Then there's a motivation for those things to talk, and the motivation is survival. And there are tidden, tidden, I don't know what that means, but there are 10 hidden, I was mixing them all together, I was getting my merds mixed up. There are 10 hidden motives to survive, greed, grudge, hatred, victim, illogical rules, humble, traitor, resistance, pride, lazy. Those 10 things actually create the, the pressure or the, the motivation for the mind to speak to you. Then if you don't know about those two things, then you're never going to get your mind to go quiet. On top of that, you have to connect with enlightened perspectives. These are perspectives that assume that all is well. And then uh, last and probably most importantly, you have to learn how to recontextualize everything that you do. In other words, you have to practice the skill of describing the conditions and circumstances of your life in a way that creates an empowering reality for you. The good news is you can muscle test your, your reality to see what empowers you and what weakens you. And that's kind of a cool thing to, to um, utilize as a metric. Today, we start a whole new process on recontextualization. I haven't really taken, taken you through the process of recontextualization, like a deep dive, and we're starting that now. So recontextualization is the skill of describing the conditions and the circumstances in a way that creates an empowering reality for you. So this idea of goals, I want to recontextualize goals with you, and I'd like to invite you to play around with setting intentions rather than setting goals. Now, in essence, they're the same thing, but it's contextual. It's a contextual framework. It's about strong and weak. It's about empowered versus debilitated. It's about thriving versus survival. And you'll see that all of my work is about that. It's really about, am I in an enlightened state thriving or am I in a survival state, you know, suffering essentially, trying to create, hopefully someday getting to a good place. So I want to start with this idea. The future is a context, not a reality. It's a context. It's not a reality. So to get inspired, 
You have to connect with a future that inspires you. Your actions today are a function of the future that you see for yourself. That's really important. Whatever actions you're taking today are a function of the future that you see. And your mind has this natural capability of envisioning what's coming down the road. Now, if you just let the mind do what it wants, then the unconscious reflex forecasting the negative kicks in. In fact, Harvard researchers have proven that this is the case. And what they have found through their research is that if you just let the mind be, like you don't do anything with the mind at all, it defaults to the negative. So if your mind is defaulting to the negative, your actions today are a function of the future that you see for yourself. Your mind is going to default to negative futures potentially coming, and now you're avoiding them, and now that's influencing your behavior. You're, in essence, behaving like some negative thing is going to happen that you have to fend off, which ruins your experience today. If you feel stuck, then you have inadvertently created a future or connected with a future that is oppressive or negative or, or bad in some way. And that will create this stuck energy or anxious energy or anxiety energy or frustrated energy, any of those kinds of emotions. Typically what's happening is there's some future that you're present to. And that future is creating a negative response because you've taken the future, you've said the future is gonna be negative and now you have to deal with it today. But there is no future, the future is just a context. If you feel empowered, the future that you see is driving you forward. It's pulling you, inspiration. So you're going to hear me talk about this a lot. Motivation is provided with a motive to take action. So that means you don't want to take action and you have to be bribed into doing so. Isn't that what most goal setting has you do? They, they, they try to get you to bribe yourself right? The, the vision board is essentially a bribe. It's like, look at this carrot out here versus inspiration. Inspiration is filled with the spirit to do something. So this is push motivation, and this is pull inspiration. And we want to get into the pull business. We want to be pulled forward. And the way that you do that is by creating futures that inspire versus futures you have to get motivated to achieve. Now, the drunk monkey is going to fix its eyes firmly on the past and try not to recreate it. So the drunk monkey is, and, and I think uh, Landmark Education does a phenomenal job. Remember, Landmark used to be est, used to be, uh, I think it's some derivative of, of Scientology, actually. Um, but it does a phenomenal job at distinguishing that we try to take the past and we put it into the future. So I don't want this bad thing to happen. This is an unconscious reflex that I've distinguished. And that is the um, don't make the same mistake twice. That's an aspect of the drunk monkey. So the drunk monkey is constantly taking your past, putting it into the future, and then being afraid that it's going to happen and trying to work around it. But it's not actually going to occur. So there's the past doesn't actually recreate itself. It recreates itself because you recreate it in your mind, in your in your vision. You essentially in trying to avoid it, you create it again. So I noticed that for most people, goals 
are designed, contextually designed, to fix a broken life. And this, my friend, is a grave mistake if you want to be at peace, feel joy, feel certainty, feel love, feel confidence, feel enthusiasm, all of those wonderful emotions that you, a spiritual hooligan, is drawn to is actually diminished by the goals that you set. Because the drunk monkey is constantly looking out for what might be wrong and avoiding it. And then what's happening is you're using all of your personal development tools to try and fix it or avoid it or correct it. So you're, you know, you're writing goals and doing affirmations and doing visualizations and you're creating dream boards and you're, and you're, you're doing, you know, you're going to your psychic, you're, you're doing a card reading, you're trying to do a past life regression, you're, you're doing all of these amazing things that actually contain within them the potential to inspire you and move you forward, you're actually using them as weapons against negative futures that the drunk monkey is avoiding. But nothing is actually wrong. That's just a context. This is where connecting with enlightened perspectives is deadly, deadly in creating an an immense, amazing forward movement into your life. Because when you connect with enlightened perspectives like I am infinite, I am a soul, I have lived multiple human lifetimes, I, uh, uh, coming to earth is like taking a vacation. All experiences, um, positive and negative, are valued by the soul. The purpose of life is not to learn lessons, it's not to grow. There's no purpose like I have to do anything. The purpose of life is literally just to experience. When you start to get connected to those things, when you start to get connected to the idea that I'm God, evil is God, good is God, it's all God, everything is God, there's nothing that isn't God because God is, in essence, a background field of energy and information that is self-organizing into everything that I see. When you get connected to these enlightened perspectives, you start to get connected to the idea there's nothing wrong. There's no future to go after. I don't need to go anywhere. Those are enlightened perspectives that when you apply them to your goal setting, your goals stop becoming goals. And and I'm going to propose that they start to become intentions. I'm intending that that occurs. Whereas the goal is like, and there's a competition and I'm going to fix this thing and it has to happen. It has all these attachments inside of it. It doesn't have to, right? You can call it goals without the attachments and the competition and all of that stuff and the motivation. But I'm just proposing a word change might occur. So look, I just want you to look at your current goals. And could you just pause this daily enlightenment for a moment and just reflect for a moment. The current goals that you have, what are you trying to fix? I'll give you some examples that I have in my notes here from from past goals that I was working to recontextualize. I was trying to fix, for example, my financial out of integrity. So you can see that by declaring it a financial out of integrity, I'm declaring that it's broken and that it's wrong. I was trying to fix getting screwed in my divorce process. I was trying to fix spending all my time coaching and not having enough time for creativity or making daily enlightenments or whatever. I'm feeling fat, feeling ugly, feeling, um, feeling like, uh, you know, I was not a, I wasn't a, a very credible character 
in the way that I appeared on stages or uh, in on camera. So those are some of the things that I was trying to fix in the past. What about you? Now, here's another question. What experience is all of that creating for you in the present moment, right? So you have this goal, let's say it's a financial goal, and the financial goal is I, I'm trying to fix being broke and I can't do the things that I wanna do. Okay, cool, right? But I mean, let's be honest, that is that that goal has merit, but the context itself puts you into a survival state. And what is the experience that you have in the present moment with the goals that you just identified as fixing goals? Which, by the way, it's probably every damn goal you have is a fixing goal. For me, it made me resist, made me feel behind. It made me feel like I had to work harder. It made me feel like, I just want to eat and I don't care. What about for you? Now, intentions and goals are basically the same thing, but they're from a different context, okay? I'm going to propose that we use a different word, intention, to create a different context. Your intentions are about what inspires you and what is possible for you and the world that you're creating. So you know that you have set an intention because you get some uplifting feelings from it. You, you feel some kind of happiness or joy or wonder or you're excited when you think about your intention. So here's a question. Which of your current goals are actually inspiring and uplifting you when you connect with them? Will you just pause this daily enlightenment for a moment and think about that? And then here's another question. What is the experience that those things are creating for you? Those goals that uplift you now, what experience are they creating in the present moment for you? So goals are about motivating yourself to make changes in the future to avoid some negative. So typically goals are going to assume that something is wrong and that something needs to be fixed. They have should, shouldn't, must, have to. Those are words that indicate that you're trying to motivate yourself with the goal versus being inspired by an intention. So I got a question for you. What should or shouldn't or have to or must are you currently experiencing in your goals, your dreams, okay? Pause this right now and just write some of these down. What are some of the shoulds, shoulds, shouldn'ts, have to, must? Then here's the question. What is the experience that that is creating for you in the present moment? Having these, I have to, and I really should, and I shouldn't do that anymore, but I am, and I want to change it, right? What is, what is the experience that that is creating? I suspect not a very uplifting one. So the way that I like to write my intentions is to, uh, is to use, please set the intention. Please set the intention to, and I find for me that my, my goals, though they are, I absolutely have outcome-oriented goals. For example, I set an intention to do 365 daily enlightenments in a row. That was a, and really it was an intention and I created an accountability structure. I don't, I don't know if I've ever showed you my uh, streaks that I use, my streaks app. I'm pulling it out of my phone right now and I'm gonna show you right here. But the streaks app on the Apple iPhone, here it is. 
and I have Daily Enlightenment 246. This will be my 247th one that I'm doing today. And I have yoga and Spanish and all kinds of things that I'm, that I'm working on. But please set the intention to inspire and empower people every day with the Daily Enlightenment. Please set the intention to share all the ideas that are coming through me in the Daily Enlightenment. Please set the intention to whatever, right? Whatever you say. Please set the intention. Try that. Shift around. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to examine your goals and notice what is designed to fix your broken life. Then I want you to play with the context. Can you shift, can you recontextualize your goals into something that is not about fixing the future, but is instead about creating what you want? Now, that's those are very fine shades of gray that I'm asking you to take on, but guess what? That makes all the difference in the world because if, we, if you have a goal and, and it is about fixing something that's broken, we will see if you put your arm out that it weakens you with muscle testing. Doi, 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 doink. No matter how much you try to keep your arm up, it will weaken your arm. And in essence, you're being debilitated, physiologically debilitated by having the goal. So can you shift the context, the meaning around? Can you play with the future so that it assumes that all is well and that you're building on it? It assumes that everything is good now and you're just continuing, continuing the momentum, continuing the, the direction that, that this energy that is creating you is going. Here's the thing. In the end, these goals are not even your goals. You can't help it. These, these things are just coming through you. So if you attach a survival meaning to them, you will be debilitated by them. You will not be fulfilled by them. You'll achieve them and you'll feel like a loser. If you recontextualize it and attach a, I am an enlightened being, I am uh, uh, all is well, I am infinite, I'm on vacation, I'm here to experience, I'm going to uh, set the intention to have this experience while doing this thing, right? The, all of a sudden, it totally changes your experience of life. Your mind is able to go quiet and you go into a state of peace. So here's what I want to know. Will you take a goal that has been survival-based and recontextualize it and put it into the uh, the comments for me? And then I'll just give you some of my feedback on that, all right? Let me help you to craft these things a little more effectively. Like this Daily Enlightenment, please. Please leave me a comment and share this with other people you think it would be meaningful for. That would be really helpful. You can also subscribe to my channel, put out a new daily enlightenment every single day. But like I said, for 365 days and then I'm renegotiating what it is that I'm doing. I don't know just yet. Uh, and then also you can join us over in the Spiritual Hooligans Facebook group. We got a great conversation going on over there, and that's a place where you can get a lot of help with recontextualizing because you have a lot of masterful people already operating in that group, helping and supporting each other, okay? So my name is Matthew Ferry. I'm the author of Quiet Mind, Epic Life. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Daily Enlightenment.